1: Hey, this is Jacqueline Richardson, JJ Diamond, Jackie Deja, whatever y'all call me. And this is part two of uh, my message to Governor Cooper. We all know that Governor Cooper is a very great man, and we just want to keep him up to speed to what's going on. Uh, The election is over, and now it's time for him to take down all of the things that's needed to be done within the next four years. And be able to pass on, if he doesn't take on governor after that, to pass these things on to the next governor. So these things will be done um, to help the people of Charlotte. Um, where were we at? <laughs> we talked about the garbage. We talked about the jobs. We talked about daycare. And the reason why I'm, I'm talking about these things because a lot of these things I'm going through. And I'm struggling with. And the people on the streets that I deal with every day... Or people in the communities that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm out and about. I'm I'm hearing these things from these people. And, you know, everybody's miserable. Who wants a miserable state? You want a happy state where everybody's smiling. You know, even if things are bad, we smile. Even though they can't see our smiles right now because of the COVID. But they can tell when you smile. Because your eyes light up. That's how we want to be, people. You know, um, we want to talk about mental health, mental health. <laughs> this is a big one, y'all, mental health. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through all of this. Um, I'm trying to touch base on the, the minor, the, I mean, major things first. We talked about wages. We talked about veteran homes. Um I want to talk about uh, the apartment. Matter of fact, that's why I'm going to go back right now. And then I'm going to go to the mental house. We're talking about addressing certain things in the apartments, in the condos that's rented out, houses that's rented. Now, y'all know New York has so many buildings, you know, and they actually had a housing court building. Okay. It's so big. It's, you know, it's not just a section in the courthouse, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't have. It has its own area. it's just based on housing because that's how big New York is and I noticed here in Charlotte we have that, but it's not as big and people don't get the satisfaction they that, that, that excuse me that they deserve you know I had a couple of friends that's been through some issues where their houses were falling apart and uh, the landlords just wasn't fixing the stuff and wasn't giving people what they deserve and they have to pay the rent. They want that rent on the first, but they don't want to fix the stuff appropriately the way um, the people deserve as well. You know, granted, some people do up their apartments so whatever the case may be. Um, and that's why we pay security deposits because the things that is tore up and, you know, all a basic wear and tear, they take it out of your security deposit. Now, if your stuff is not tore up, they have to give it all back to you. That's the purpose of it. Okay. Or if you're behind on some rent or whatever the case may be, when you decide to move out, you know, the house needs to be painted, the the carpets. And that's where I'm going with this people. Now, up North, New York, Maryland. Even Philadelphia, they paint the houses so often, okay? Most of the time is every three years. They change the carpets, okay? And this is, the reason why they do this is because of health concerns, okay? You cannot have an apartment that had two and three tenants living on that carpet. No matter how much you clean that carpet, it's still going to be bacteria in that carpet. So after a while, it needs to be, be picked up and changed, now, you took on a job as being a landlord, okay? However, when you take on that job, just like anybody else take on a job, just like Governor Cooper take on a job of being a governor, you know, just like I took on a job of being a, a, a president of a nonprofit, we all take on jobs. And they all come with bitter and sweet, okay? And the the sweet part is, if you keep everything up to date and right, most likely, you'll get your rent, <laughs> okay? Um, when you don't, sometimes you won't. And then sometimes you'll have an unlucky tenant that just want to take up the place and, you know, not do their part. But for the most part, you know, when you treat your tenants good, they're going to treat you good for the most part. Because they don't want to move, Okay. Now, if I know my landlord is coming and painting or getting it painted or even dropping off paint, changing my carpet every three years, when I need something fixed, they come out and fix it. I'm not leaving. I'm his investment. Where am I going? I'm going to work hard to get this money to give to him because I know my house is going to stay looking nice and be, be peachy. However, the landlords here in Charlotte are not like that. And that's something that needs to be addressed, Governor Cooper. You know, you're getting $1,000. Okay. You're getting $1,400. You're getting $1,800. Why is it my carpet can't be be picked up and put down new? And why is it, um, and if you don't want to do carpet, do hardwood floors? I've seen in Maryland, I've seen a landlord say, hey, I don't want to do the carpet thing because I'm not changing carpet every three years. So I'm putting down hardwood floors. I'll change a plank or two here. Let people worry about their own carpet. They can get a throw rug if they want carpet. That's their business. Make it simple, people. I know carpet looks good, but it makes us sick. And it's with so much, you can wash your carpet. Just like when you wash your clothes. What happens to it? It wears. The same happens with a carpet. If you wash a blanket 50 times, it's going to wear. So y'all have to get to the bottom of that um, based on the welfare and health concerns of people. Um, it's sad to say that I'm one of the ones with the health concerns. But <laughs> y'all got y'all to gotta start talking to people about this stuff because it's, it's happening right here in y'all communities. Y'all can keep your health care down if y'all make these people do what they're supposed to do and let people be in emergency rooms. See where y'all gained some money already? Just by <laughs> making these people do what they're supposed to do. Making them follow the rules. And y'all want us to follow the rules, the people down on the ground. So why they can't follow the rules too? Just because they have a business license or they have uh, this and they have that. It's not fair. Everybody, if one has to follow the rules, everybody has to follow the rules. Okay, so we're going to, we're going to, we're done with that with the, the housing issues. Um, mental health. We want to go to mental health. Now, granted, here in Charlotte, they have good mental health things that they're doing for the children. But it's so hard to get. It's so hard to get it. In order to get it, you have to actually be in a court system. Or you got to raise a tizzy to get some help with your children. And then they don't have many buildings to actually help you with these kids. You have to have some type of addiction in order to get the services. Okay? People. And, you know, and and I'm going to say this, Governor Cooper. I've seen a lot of people here in Charlotte with mental mental health issues. A lot of people. And it's not being addressed. You don't want people running around your city with a bunch of mental health issues. Okay? Shout out to Marilyn. Even though I don't agree with you guys about medicating everybody... <laughs> Um, I don't agree with it. You know, there's other ways to get through some things, but they don't play that. Okay. They do not play in New York either. They're not having a bunch of people running around a city with these mental issues and they cannot control them. Okay. Taking mental health. People to jail because they've committed crimes. It's not the issue. I mean, it's not um the way. That's where I was trying to go. It's not the way. People with mental issues have to be, it has to be addressed. Okay. Something is going on with them. They need to see somebody. They shouldn't have to be admitted. They shouldn't have to, like, uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, with all this stuff with the COVID going on, i go to a therapist. I found my own one, I find a therapist, you know. And when I need to go, because I don't go all the time, only when things get very hectic for me, I call up and, you know, they give me an appointment. Now, granted, it's COVID now, okay. And it's like they're not working at all. That needs to be addressed. We need... Therapy and um, mental health every single day, especially during COVID. So why are they not returning calls? Why are they not uh, accepting uh, appointments? Okay, granted, we're doing everything virtual now. Tell them to step their game up because these people need help. People are falling apart. If you got to do it virtual, they got to go in a quiet room and have their session on a computer or on their phone.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
1: You can't stop mental health, people. Okay? You you just can't. Governor Cooper, you got to get at them about this ASAP. Because all the work that y'all trying to put in in here, Charlotte, will be destroyed if you don't get these people back on their right mind track. Because everybody is losing it. One, because they're so confined. You know, like when I I go to work. I'm in here with all these people. You know, we in boxes now. I mean, I could deal with it, you know, because I stay in my room a lot anyway. I stay in my house, so I could deal with it. You know, don't bother me to be confined. But... For some people, it really gets to them, and they need somebody to talk to. That's one of the reasons why I designed Private Friend Incorporated. But, you know, I mean, uh, Private Friend LLC, but that's just something else. we we'll, we we'll talk about that some other times. These people need, do you see them ranting on Facebook? Some of the things that, I, I just be like, I just shake my head. Like, if they just can get them some mental health. They'll be all right. That has to change. We have to cater to our mental, the people that have mental health issues. Because it it will reflect on other people. You know, my, my grandson has mental health issues. And I had to seek mental health myself for dealing with the stress of him every single day of my life. Because I was at the deep end. And pills are not always the answer. Sometimes you just need to talk to somebody. And to figure out some things. Okay. Um, I'm moving on. I want to talk about some of the elderly issues I've seen out here. Well, a lot of y'all know. um, I've been in the health field. Before I came to Charlotte. In New York, I was in the health field. And... I see some things down here in Charlotte that's unreal to me, too. Okay, now, I had this one client, okay? Granted, I I don't do the job anymore, and I'm going to talk about, too, about the CNA testing. Um, we had CNA testing. I did, okay, because I went to school to, to re-get all my stuff that I had in New York um, years and years ago. And COVID came, shut down everything, and it's like my stuff was like null and void. I haven't even got a response from these people to even take my tests. Okay? So that needs to be addressed um, as, as soon as possible because we only have a year. I can't even get anybody on the phone every to my call. So, I mean, it, it has to be addressed. Getting back to the elderly issues. That I'm seeing out here. Um, Now, one of my clients that I was working with, she had services twice a day. Okay? I would see her three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening. Okay? Now, mind you, she is wheelchair bound. Okay? And during the day, she has nobody with her. Okay? Okay? She didn't want me to speak on it because she was afraid that people would want to put her in a nursing home and, you know, stuff like that. Because she couldn't afford to get services throughout the day. And she needs services throughout the day. Okay. I couldn't understand why she didn't have a case where there was, the people are there from 8 a.m. maybe to 8 p.m., 12 hours. One, because she is wheelchair bound. Okay, now the way y'all look at these things is, okay, well, if, they, if they're if they wheelchair bound and um, they can't physically take care of themselves by themselves, then we need to put them in a nursing home. But not everybody needs to be in a nursing home, especially when they have a house that's paid for and all they need is somebody there to assist them with everyday living. Why do they have to go in a nursing home? So I'm, I'm just trying to understand... I'm trying to understand the way y'all look at this in North Carolina, okay? This woman is in her sound mind. She may have some memory loss every now and again because she is aging. That comes with age, okay? Little dementia may set in, you know? However, she can't make all the right choices because she is wheelchair-bound. That's why she needs people there with two legs to help, (laughs) Why is it she's being denied services throughout the whole day? Why? When she's wheelchair bound, she can't jump out the wheelchair and walk around at all. She can only use one hand. So why is she left unattended for certain hours? So see, some of these other things that you address with Some of these other issues will take money from there that you can put towards the elderly. I get it. Your budget is tight. You're throwing money so many places. And y'all can't afford it. But if you straighten out some of these other things, the money will be freed up. And then you will be able to afford to help people like her. I mean, I'm just saying, that's the, those are the facts. Those are, I, I just don't get where they didn't see it. I just can't, I, 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 I just can't get with it, how, how they couldn't see it from the beginning. That if a person doesn't have any legs and they're living off of a wheelchair and only have one arm that they can really use. Why is it they should be alone at any given time? I just don't get it. So that needs to be addressed when it comes to a lot of these elderlies that are wheelchair bound, you know, and if they can't physically help themselves uh, completely. (coughs) And granted, I understand sometimes the elderly want to be alone, but it's fine. They can be alone. They can be alone by themselves. In a room or doing whatever they do. But they need to have someone there with them. Just in case they want to holler out. Because they need help. I used to get so mad with my client. We used to bicker a lot. Because she would be doing things that I knew she shouldn't be doing. Because she could hurt herself. And all she needed was assistance. But I wasn't there to give it to her. So sometimes I just volunteered my time. Staying late, coming early, even though I wasn't paid for it, just to get something done that I knew she couldn't get done on home. That's not fair to me and my family. So this is why I wanted to address this, you know, and I know it's a lot of clients out here like that. (coughs) So y'all need to address that and it needs to be addressed I can't say right away because once you address some of these other issues, it can free up money to put towards them, you know, and the elderly. So that's something that you definitely need to look at, Cooper, because, you know, the elderly is our future. What we learn from them is how we conduct ourselves in the future. So we need them, we need the elderly. When I'm going through something that I don't understand, guess who I go to? My mother's dead, so I go to an elder. And blessed to be around them. They get on your nerves sometimes because you know to get honorary or whatever the case may be, but they can give you knowledge. So we need them. So I'm just asking that you take care of them. Um, I want to talk about gun permits. Let me see. Where am I? At? Where am I? At? Okay, the gun permit. Let's talk about the gun permit. Um, I'm hearing now that even though we have our gun permit, that we're getting arrested. Why is that? Um, if I have my gun permit, but I don't have my concealed. Okay. If I'm physically in my vehicle, inside my vehicle, and my gun is in my vehicle with me, and I don't have a conceal, I should be fine because I'm in my car, closed space, and my gun is not concealed. Okay, I'm you know, I'm just trying to understand. I mean it's it's it it's it is concealed is what I'm saying. Okay, I had it backwards, I'm sorry. It is concealed. So I'm trying to understand these laws the way y'all y'all, you know, because I don't want my people listening to me going out getting their licenses, trying to do things the right way and follow the rules, and then as soon as they approach by an officer. And, you know, did not an officer want to cause a ruckus when we thought we were doing right. So I really need these things to be broken down so my people of my communities can understand what this stuff means. Okay, now, to conceal a weapon means to cover it, meaning, No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It doesn't have to be out out in the open. But if you're in a car, okay, it's kind of concealed and then it's not concealed. Because if I open up my door and you can physically see it, it's not concealed. But I have my permit. Okay? So I should be fine. Now, if I've had it in my dash, I mean, you know, in the uh, glove compartment or somewhere that they couldn't see it. And I I don't have my concealed uh, license. Where does the problem set in at? I'm trying to understand this. So this needs to be addressed with the people of the community. Y'all need to get pamphlets out in plain English, so we can understand, because we want to follow the rules, okay, we don't want to be pulled over and get in trouble because of lack of knowledge, we want the knowledge, we want to follow the rules, we just want to be able to protect ourselves doing it, okay, and we don't need that backlash from the police officers, You know, saying, well, hey, you know, instead of explaining it to us where we went wrong, but now we got to go to jail and go through the whole process of using court money. That's tax people's monies. um, Because we tried to follow the rules. So we need to understand this a little bit better. We need this broken down to us a little bit better. Okay, on what and what we cannot do. And every point needs to be addressed. Not some, every point. Because we don't want to run up on a police officer and he says, well, in my book, it says it can't be like that. Or is these officers making up new rules? So either way, they both need to be addressed. Because I'm not going to be riding around. Now I have my gun permit. I'm not going to be riding around with my gun concealed. I mean, not concealed, because I don't have a concealed. Am I saying it's backwards? Okay, and this is why it's it's getting confusing to us. Concealed means to cover up. Now I'm in my car and my my vehicle. My my gun is 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 where an officer can see it if I open if I um. If I uh, But I can't ride with a gun on my dashboard. Okay, I just can't do it. Because it's going to be flying back and forth all over the place. So where do I put my gun at so people can see it? Inside my vehicle. Now, Texas has some laws um, that I was looking at. And maybe Charlotte can like address they have this issue with the laws that they have. You know, um, I'm just just giving some some ideas. I'm not saying that y'all got to follow that. But we as the people, we need to know what the rule is so we can follow it. Because we don't want police taking us to jail and taking our firearms that we paid money for, that we worked for, because they say that we didn't follow the rules properly. So we need these things addressed. And I think this should be addressed like ASAP as well. You know, um, within the next, I would say year, you know, this thing should be addressed, especially with things going on the way they're going on now in um, America, you know, and we don't know what tomorrow brings. So we need this addressed because we don't want no extra drama. You know, you go, you come outside, you know, you go to work. And you don't expect extra. You might make a mistake. Okay, you forget to turn your turn signal on. You forget to stop at the stop stop, stop, stop sign. All right, you go a little bit over your, your speed limit because you, you you're trying to rush to get to where you need to go. And granted, we make these mistakes and we get pulled over and we get a ticket. Okay? However, we don't need the extra. So we need to understand what this is really all about. Who has the power here? You told me I would have a little bit of power if I got my permit. You told me I would have a little bit of power if I got my concealed. But now I have these things and now I'm being faulted for it. It needs to be addressed. Okay? It has to be addressed. Where's that barrier? Okay? Where... The author can say, okay, everything is legit. Everything is good. We ran your name. We, we see you ain't on a record. You Blah, blah, blah. All right, we're just going to let you go because we're going to give you a ticket, though, for running that red light. But you good. Simple people don't make things harder than what it is. And that's something that this is why the people raise such a tizzy about Black Lives Matter. And we feel like we are being targeted because... We're trying to do the things that you asked us to do. And we're still having backlash. Now, I'm going to say to my black and Hispanic people, even some of you white people, just because you have the power don't mean you have to be arrogant and ignorant because you have a little bit of power because you got a permit or you have a license or whatever the case may be. Because that can also bring drama. But they do need to address some of these laws um, on how the police are able to deal with them. And that's just the bottom line. Now, I'm talking about the gun permit here in my state because this is what I see going on. You know, um, and we can't have that because a lot of us have gun permits. So I can't have a police pulling me over. And I'm on my way to work or whatever the case may be. And I touch base with people every single day of my life. So I got to be careful. So I need, I need a firearm. And I'm in the music. Okay. Y'all know these people. They always want to try to rob you. Think you rich because you, 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 you make music. But then I got to be harassed by the police as well. That's just too much. So I'm asking, I'm asking that that please be addressed um, as soon as possible because it, and it's not just the people here in Charlotte, it's the people in the suburbs as well. Okay, and I told you I speak for the cities, um, the Charlotte cities and surrounding cities, I mean surrounding suburban areas. There's stuff that's going on everywhere, you know, we have people that live in the suburbs that need daycare. You know, they might have they, they husband and, you know, they broke up, got a divorce. Now the mother's stuck with the child. The father can't really afford to pay enough to pay for daycare and they need help with daycare. But they live in the suburbs. So I speak when I speak these, these things. I speak it for all the people. Not just here in Charlotte. And these things have to be addressed so we can have a happier city. So we can we can walk and ride through Charlotte and say I live and not I live in a beautiful city and I'm happy with my city. Is this is a beautiful city? I'll be a lot happier when I can walk around here and not sneeze <laughs> or go blind when I'm driving down the street. But that's nature. I can't control that. Only when I can control that is God. But there's some things that's also being added on to these things. So those things can be controlled. The things that we control, I was always taught, the things that you control, control it. And the things that can't, you can't control, you pray on and allow God to deal with that. Okay? So that's what I was always taught. You know, I'm a strong believer in God. You know, I may act a fool sometimes, I have to go off and cursing and, you know, and sometimes it's just how you have to act for people to know that you're serious. You know? However... Uh, This stuff is real, people, and it has to be addressed because this is not the way of living. It's just not, you know, and things have to be addressed in every state. It's not just here. Every state has its flaws, and you would never have a perfect state just like you would never have a perfect person. And I tell people every day there was nothing nothing in this world perfect but Jesus Christ. You're always going to find loopholes to where there's always some drama to something. But for the most part, if you can try to fix it, then fix it. You know what I mean? We don't don't want a perfect state, but we don't want a state where people are dying every single day because or going to jail because of negligence of the government. That we don't want. The way y'all look at COVID is the way you all have to look at life every day. This is why this happened. Because y'all got to look at at this stuff every single day. What will happen if this happens? What are we going to do if this major event happens? Granted, I've been through something like this before. You know what I mean? Y'all might not have been through it, everybody in the world, but I've been through a a virus where I almost died and, and couldn't breathe and had to walk around with a mask on and and taking medication and <clears throat> being quarantined because I was on steroids and I've been through it, so I know what it's like already. But if you treat every day like this, life would be a lot easier. Okay, and I'm not saying like with the masks and everything, eventually, hopefully, we can take off the mask. But if we treat every day where we have to continue to clean, continue to take care of ourselves the proper way, and continue to do things the right way, life will be so much easier. We don't want these young kids killing themselves. And literally, when I say killing themselves, committing suicide because they can't see a happy day in their lives. Being in this government. People are literally killing themselves because of everyday life. And it's because of the government. You're driving people straight crazy because y'all don't want to fix stuff. And I mean, Governor Cooper, this is not personally to you. You work with a lot of people <coughs> and their fault. I mean, some people have other issues that, you know, They're dealing with it and that may be the reason why they're killing themselves or they're acting out or whatever the case may be. But for the most part, most of these kids today that are killing themselves and they're growing up today just can't deal with everyday life of how things are done. Because y'all have made it so difficult. And it's all about money. And we know this. It's all about money and budgeting. But y'all have to get down to the nitty gritty of where the money really needs to go. And stop these companies from stealing from y'all. Because that's what they're doing. And then it it hurts y'all community. It's hurting the people of the communities. And then now everybody is screaming, I hate this place. I hate this place. I just can't get a break. Mentally or physically. So, and we know nothing happens overnight. We know this. But if we see action, we're going to continue to work with with whatever president, whatever governor. It is. Shoot. Governor Cooper, you get some of these things done for me and my community, we might be saying, you need to run for president in the next four years. Because we want somebody that's going to be true to the game. Somebody that's going to say, Mean what they say. Okay. Because a lot of these presidents and, 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 and legislations they get in there and then they say, oh yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you, you don't never see anything done. And sometimes it takes years. Like I'm going to use Obama, for instance, he's big on environmental. Okay. We didn't see some of the stuff that he put in plan until when Trump was in office. Okay. And this is real talk. People. Obama fought in the first term about our environmental and about our, uh, breathing, uh, having caps put on the, um, the gasoline. That's another thing, Charlotte, that y'all not, y'all not up on. Maryland has had those last seven years. Cause what Obama said, they jumped right to a plow. Not on my watch. And that's how Maryland looks at it, you know, not on my watch. Because people could come back 10, 20 years later and sue you because you didn't follow the rules of what the president put out there. So, you know, Maryland, like, we ain't losing our money. <laughs> we already ain't got none because of these people. So not on my watch. We're going to take care of this thing early. And that's what they did. And now we're starting to see it here in Charlotte, seven years later. So this is why we have to communicate. I don't know if y'all ever have a governor party, which y'all need to where all the governors meet up in one spot. <laughs> have a governor party or have a, a a virtual virtual uh gathering, you know, on Zoom or something. And Y'all can all get together and talk about the challenges y'all going through. And maybe each other, y'all can help each other. Because we all in this together. Just like y'all all all in this together. We down here all in this together. We all in this together. So y'all need to create something to where all y'all governors can get together. It don't even have to be a dinner, Zoom um, meeting. And y'all all get to express what the concerns are in y'all cities and then maybe other cities can tell y'all what they got going on so you can be up to speed because that's the biggest problem they don't know what's going on in each state and what they supposed to be up to speed oh I missed that oh jeez forgot about that but if you have those daily reminders and the meetings you know in corporate businesses you know they have Corporate meetings every Monday, sometimes, sometimes on Fridays. They have a corporate meeting. Everybody gets on a phone call and talk about what they've experienced for the week or the month or the year. You know, and y'all need to do them things and and, and talk with each other. Make friends. Cooper, I want you to become friends with Governor Cuomo. (laughs) Because that man is a beast. And I love him. I love him. And a lot of us do. You know, we wanted him to run for president. (laughs) However, we didn't get that. So, but I do suggest, you know, you and him connect and hope Governor Cuomo, you know, he opens his heart, you know, so you can learn about what's going on in the northern states and then maybe connect with some of the other ones in the other southern states, Louisiana, Texas, you know, and see what's going on. Like I said, we would never be a perfect state, but we don't want to keep being categorized as the worst state either. And that's what's killing me, okay that's what's killing me. We are categorized as the worst everything, but yet it still is money here, okay, so I just want to get to the bottom of some of these things, and I hope Governor Cooper that you pay attention, you know you know I'm gonna be sharing this so that way you can uh get a hold of this message and listen. And like I told you on the post, I don't know if you saw the post, get you some uh, eucalyptus and some lavender and relax, okay? And say, we're about to tackle some of these things. And you go home at night and you get you, this is small, you need a little bit of some red wine to keep that blood flowing and knock you out. So we ain't got to do that down here because Amazon knocks us out. Okay, we work so hard, okay, when we come home, we don't even need no wine, okay, but I understand, you know, in y'all place, y'all not doing physical, y'all doing a lot of mental work, you know, sitting down, budgeting, doing all these different things, and that stuff can run in your mind all night, you know, then you can't sleep. Things are eating at you. And we don't want no governor that's looking old and his hair standing up. We want you to continue to stay good and look good, you know, when you, when you get on the TV. I love to see you. When You know, I used to see you all the time. Your hair was standing up. And I was like, oh, God, my poor governor going through it. And then you got yourself together and your hair be laid down to the side, got the part on the side. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah, Governor Cooper. Okay, I see you. And that's how we want you to continue to look throughout this battle. Okay, we want you to be rested. We want you to be able to breathe and and get relaxed. You know, people don't know, even though eucalyptus uh, helps us physically, it is also a relaxant. You know, lavender and eucalyptus, it relaxes us, you know, and in that way we are able to focus. Because sometimes we lose focus because so much is going on. If you're not relaxed and your mind and body is tense, you can't gather information and do what you need to do. Because everything around you is just crazy. You got this going over here. You're trying to do this task. And now here comes some food they want to go killing over here. Now you got to address that issue. Oh, here come the COVID. And now this is going on over here. It'll drive a person straight crazy. I know. So this is why we want you to be relaxed, to be able to handle some of these issues that's going on out here, you know, on a daily basis. Because it's not just these issues you got to deal with. We know that you got a lot of issues to deal with in the city. You're running a whole city. Governor Cooper, we love you. And we 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 depending on you right now, and with the grace of God, we know and have faith that you will do these things that we need. You know, and I'm gonna say a prayer. You know, Jehovah God, I ask you to discover us all here in North Carolina, Jehovah God. I ask you to keep Governor Cooper in good health and continue to take care of his family and make sure that he he's strong enough to get through these tasks that. We are requiring down here, down on the ground, um, Jehovah God. I'm just asking that, you know, you just cover us all in the blood of Jesus and make sure that we get through this COVID and, and you know, just, just, just go away, Jehovah God. I'm asking you to just keep us all in good health and allow our people to stay in a good mindset, Jehovah God, with good vibes. You know, Jehovah God, just, you know, to slow them down a little bit so they can see you know, what we see that's going on and, and that needs to be fixed. So we can, we can do, do this thing together, Jehovah God, with, with your grace and your glory. I ask you, Jehovah God, in your son Jesus Christ's name, amen. Y'all know I'm a prayer. I pray, I pray a lot. You know, I pray every day, every single day, two, three times a day, you know. And, and we just, I don't want to be no minister, you know, because people are not have people out in the streets, you know, talk about ministers i'm I'm not ready for that yet, um, but I still pray, you know, I pray every every day, every day, I pray for us all, in Charlotte, you know, and in North Carolina, I'm gonna just say North Carolina as a whole, you know, anybody that's in my circle, I pray for them every single day because life is not easy, you know, and we need higher power in order to get through some of these things mentally and physically. Well, I do want to say, I love you all, y'all have. The rest of this day is raining, but, you know, that's God's water. He's cleaning the earth, and he has to clean the earth, y'all, so we can breathe, so we can get rid of all this negative bacteria. So, we got to let him do what he do. So, just because it's raining, we just get some rain gear. Y'all know the rain boots, rain jacket, and get on out there and do what we do. You know, I love y'all all, and I will talk to y'all tomorrow.